Hi, everybody. Welcome to our ongoing midweek teaching series here at Parker Ford Church. My name is DJ Martin, I'm church pastor here at PFC. And all year during our midweek teachings uh, in 2021, we've been talking about reflections on spiritual formation. We're going to continue that conversation today. Today, I want to talk about ministry to the Lord. This is, this is a phrase that a number of my mentors have used over the years uh, in my life. And it's a, it's a model of, of thinking about how we focus our lives and live our lives that I think is actually really key to our spiritual formation. So often at the beginning of, of a meeting or the beginning of you know a church, whether it's a church-related or spiritual-related uh, meeting, will give sort of a gesture towards God by saying a prayer. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but there's, there's a model that uh, we can be invited into uh, called ministry to the Lord. And, and what that means is we're not just gesturing uh, to God to invite him into our presence as if he's not here, but rather spending uh, focused, dedicated time to ministering to God. Now, if you think about that, uh, that should be obvious that this is our, our first and foremost call. God is to be the first love in our lives. And so um, it's, it's no, uh, it should be no surprise that we're called to minister to him. But then there's questions about what does that look like? Who are we to minister to God, the God who created the heavens and the earth? And yet this is exactly what the scriptures invite us into is ministering to the Lord. Often we go to God because we're feeling drained or we're feeling broken or we're feeling hurt or we're feeling wounded. And so we go to God and we ask him to fill us up. We ask him to make us joyful again. We ask him uh, to, to heal our broken hearts. And, and there's nothing wrong with any of that. But the core of our relationship with God um, is never meant to be just us asking for stuff from him as if he's a divine uh, vending machine. Here at Parker Ford Church, a book I often refer people to is Sky Jathani's book, With, and it's W-I-T-H, With, and the premise of the book is that there's all these different postures that, that we live in. We live, we can live under God, we can try to live over God, um, but Biblically speaking, the posture that we're invited into is life with God. And I think that's what ministering to the Lord is actually trying to get at. It, it's trying to invite us, um, that phrase invites us into walking with God in such a way that we're not just receiving from him as if he's a divine vending machine. I put my devotion quarter in, I put my Bible reading quarter in, and I press the button, joy, I want joy today or I put my time in in prayer and I want strength today. That's often how we act with God. Um, but if we're living life with God, then certainly we bring our requests to him and, and we make our requests known to him. But the foundation of our relationship isn't getting something from God as much as walking with him. And in fact, we are invited to bless God. There's a, there's a lot of stories about this in the Bible. The one that comes to mind today comes from Matthew 26. Beautiful picture of ministry to the Lord. This is towards the end of Jesus's earthly ministry. It's, it's right before he's crucified in Jerusalem. 
And it says, well, in Matthew 26, while Jesus was in Bethany, in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. So with your imaginations, picture this scene for a moment. Jesus, they didn't have chairs like the one I'm sitting on or tables. You know, the, the tables would have been low to the ground and there probably would have been some cushions around, around the table and Jesus and the disciples and whoever else was there would have been reclining, would have been laying over, similar to how they shared the Last Supper together. He's in Bethany and he's in the home of a leper. <laughs> Jesus ministering, you know, in, in this place of uncleanness where, where other people won't go. Jesus is with Simon the leper and presumably all his disciples are there because he's going to have an interaction with them. So it's Jesus and a group of people in the home of a leper. And while he's there, this woman comes with this very expensive perfume. And she opens the jar, she breaks open the jar, it may have been sealed. And then she pours it over his head as he's reclining at the table. What is she doing? She's ministering to Jesus. She's blessing Jesus. She's coming to her rabbi, her teacher, her savior, her Lord, the God of the cosmos, the God of the universe. And she's taking what she has and she's giving it to him. She's saying, I don't just want to receive from you. I want to bless you with the best of what I have. And so she takes this very expensive perfume. She ministers to Jesus. It's a wasteful worship. It's a wasteful act of worship. Nothing is accomplished by this, at least in the sense of, you know, it doesn't seem like this is feeding the poor or or building the church or anything like it. it's just this wasteful beautiful wasteful act of worship verse 8 when the disciples saw this they were indignant they're angry why this waste they call it a wasteful act of worship why are you why are you wasting all this money they asked verse 9 the perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor aware of this jesus said to them why are you bothering this woman? She's done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. Now, Jesus is not saying here, don't care for the poor. Obviously, <laughs> he's not saying here uh, that, that he doesn't care for the poor. What he's saying is that this woman, what she did was a beautiful thing. In fact, that's exactly what he says. What she's done is a beautiful thing. Verse 12, when she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. So the disciples were thinking, this is a waste. This accomplishes nothing. And Jesus, in receiving this ministry from this woman, is saying, no, this actually accomplished the greatest thing in that it's helping prepare me, my spirit, my soul, my body for what I'm about to go through. And then verse 13, this remarkable statement that Jesus makes. Truly, I tell you, wherever this gospel, this good news is preached throughout the entire world. What she has done will also be told in memory of her. And here we are, 2,000 years later, still talking about this act, this simple act of worship. Jesus's words, as they always do, are proven to be true. What a beautiful picture of ministering to the Lord, coming before him, bringing what th this woman bringing what she has to offer and just 
wastefully pouring it out on him. So many of the Psalms invite us into this posture. I think about Psalm 103, bless the Lord, all my, oh my soul, and all that is within me. You've probably sung uh, this song, 10,000 Reasons. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name. It's like a direct quotation from Psalm 103. Think about the words of that, that, that we sing. Think about the meaning of those words we sing. Bless the Lord. Who are we to bless the Lord? And yet this is the invitation as we walk our lives with God. We are invited to bless him, to minister to him, to come before him, not just to receive, but actually to, to be with him, to bless him, to honor him, to worship him, to pour oil and perfume out upon him. Psalm 29 is another picture of this. It says, ascribe to the Lord or give to the Lord what is his, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord, describe him with glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. And the psalm goes on and on describing the glory, the majesty, the wonder of the Lord. It's a beautiful picture of the psalmist ministering to the Lord. And so as you continue your own spiritual formation journey, you know, the, the purpose of being spiritually formed is to be formed not deeper into our own images, but in deeper into the image of Jesus, a life of conformity to the person of Christ. And so as you continue your own spiritual formation journey, I want to invite you into a posture of ministering to Jesus. Maybe that's something you've thought of a lot. Maybe this is a new concept for you, but you as a child of God are today invited through the spirit and the presence of God in your life to walk with Jesus in such a way that you're not only receiving from him, but that you are invited to minister to him. And so a few questions as we wrap up today's teaching for you to chew on. What oil or what perfume can you bring to Jesus as a gift today? Related to this question, the second question, how might you minister to the Lord in your own unique and special way. For each of us, it's going to look a little bit different because God's relationship with us, while for every person it's founded upon the work of Christ, how it, it walks itself out is as unique as we are. And so for me to minister to the Lord often means that I'm grabbing my guitar and I'm singing songs to him. Uh, for you, it might be that you go on a walk and just give glory to him as you're in nature and thanking him for the birds and the trees and the deer that you see or the, the mountaintop that you climb. Or it could be, it, it could be a serving uh, someone else in a sacrificial way. Um, as you minister to that person, you're ministering to the Lord. Think about what Jesus said. Whenever you give a cup of water to someone in need, you're giving it to me. And so ministering to other people can be a form of ministering to the Lord. Um, but that, that needs to be a motivational question. And am, am, am I ministering to this other person in, in order that I might receive glory or praise from God or from other people? Or am I ministering to this person in a secret way, in a quiet way? I don't need to receive glory. I'm actually doing this. Um, the ultimate motivation for me serving you is that I'm actually serving Jesus. I'm ministering to him. And finally, how might this practice, the practice of ministering to Jesus, help you to be formed deeper into the image 
Christ. I'd invite you to spend some time reflecting on this story. Spend some time imagining what the disciples felt. Read Matthew 26 several times. Imagine why they were angry. Imagine what it was like to be in a house with someone who was a leper before modern medicine. Imagine what it was like to be the woman to walk through that process of, of breaking open the perfume and pouring it over Jesus. Imagine yourself ministering to him today. Reflect on this story. Reflect on this teaching. Continue to be formed deeper into the image of God. Thank you again for joining us today. I hope you have a great day. Be blessed. Go with God.